Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C, Certified Brewhead. And I'm Tiffany, the Liquid Enthusiast. And welcome to episode 10 of Beer and Other Shit Podcast Link Up Series. This has been phenomenal so far. So you might have seen the first four episodes with Overhop, Blood Brothers, Nickelbrook, and Four Origins for the first four beers. And now we're moving into week five. I feel like this has flown, this series. I know. Yeah, it's gone really fast. And yes. all the beers have been incredible. Just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's been phenomenal. I, I don't know if we've sort of gushed about it enough, but, you know, all the breweries have just been so um, gracious with their time and, and, you know, with the fact they've even participated. The beers have all been phenomenal. Um, we even had a great call, I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode, with, with everyone, which was a, a great initiative to, to get all the breweries on, you know, to have a chat together for an hour and just... Yeah connect, have a drink, and talk about everything. Um, so it's been a really great experience. I feel like it's just kind of getting better and better as, yeah, as we're going and, and, and tweaking it. So this uh, this episode for the fifth beer, the fifth week of Series 2. Now, this brewery has not been on BOS yet, which is a travesty, but we're fixing that <laughs> this year. Um, honestly, one of my favorite breweries in Ontario, no oh, uh, sure. hyperbole. Um, so I'm super excited to try this beer. We're just going to bring them right on here. Please welcome Justin from Matron Fine Beer in the building. There he is. <laughs> What's up, bro? Full applause hey, for you. We brought the crew. It's <laughs> nice. There's doing? a live studio audience back there. Right? <laughs> yeah, just, just behind the camera on the other side. Yeah. Um, now man, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> it's okay. Then, you know, they're, very, they're very quiet aside from that. Uh, great to see you, man. I'm great. Hi. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yes. Thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, genuine it. pleasure, um, dude. So yeah, like I was saying, this is this is your first time, but uh, we're going to do the big one to get into you know your full history because you uh, have done quite a lot in your time in beer in uh, Ontario. So we will not touch on that today, but we're going to be doing that in the coming months at some point this year. So what we're going to talk about today is the link up series that uh, you were so kind to participate in. Um, this one is super cool because you did the highest ABV beer that Matron has ever done for the Link Up beer in your uh, West Coast Double IPA. There we go. Look at that. It's like it was made for me. Right? Thank you. <laughs> so I'm super excited yeah. to try this. So uh, let's get this uh, yeah. crack. Which, which can? Let's try and get the nice one, this one. Um, you want to pour this time? Yeah, I'll pour it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, dude, while we're... Uh, Simultaneously. Yeah, so there we go. We'll be just so we are. Uh, That's a dope glass. Yeah, that is nice. That's a matron glass, of course. It oh, is. thank you. I love it's, that. Uh, the, the floof master, we call it. <laughs> okay, we need one of those. I love um, it. Your merch game, sorry, totally hey, off one. topic. Oh, yeah, it's just like so lit. Even the Ooh. shirt you're wearing. Oh shit, I forgot to take it. The uh, oh. I know it's wearing like a crew neck or something like that. I love it. It's just like super thank fresh. You. Yeah, the um, yeah we don't we don't do a ton of merch, but we just try to do like you know some good good pieces. The branding is uh, the branding is strong, and your glass. I love your um when you uh, when we hung out. I think it was like September at the brewery, and the glassware that you had for the the Yase Lager was that like um, similar to the Rodenbach one, where yeah. it's like the tumbler with the little lines at the bottom. Super fire, super fire. Yeah, yeah, we it? love. Love that glass. It's yeah, the classic. It's What's that? Does that have a name? Uh, I don't know. It's like an old Lambic or farmhouse glass, I'm pretty sure. 
Love it. It's just just super classy. You know, I feel like I don't really see it. Uh, the first time I ever saw it, to be honest, was Rodenbach. So um, I love it. So, man, look, tell us about this beer. So this, like you said, a West Coast. I actually hadn't even seen until now to just pour that. The uh, Excuse me, what the actual liquid looked like. Beer looked like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it was, like a... You know, a nice West Coast style IPA. So like pretty clear, but we we put like a nice malt body to Ooh. it with a you know a, hef, a hefty amount of Barnell Pale Ale. Okay. We balanced it with a little bit of a Barnell Pilsner. Yes. Yeah. You know, some oats, a little bit of wheat in there for good measure. Um, and yeah, we uh, we hopped it pretty pretty significantly with a. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Some local Cascade hops. Okay. Which gives it like a nice, clean, citrusy bitterness. And then we Whirlpool hopped it with some uh, mosaic and okay. a little bit of galaxy. And then in the dry hop, it was like a combination of all three local Cascade, galaxy, mosaic. and mosaic. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's and we amazing. Went with those, yeah, we went with those hops because it was like, we don't we don't do double IPAs like we've never done a double IPA. This was kind of a fun opportunity to to do something a little bit outside of our usual repertoire. Not that you know we're strangers to this style by any means. Not at all. And uh, you know we know you love your double IPAs, you guys. Oh, so you sure do. Like why not why not do a, a double IPA for this? You know. Oh, so, I love it, bro. It's quite appreciative. Uh, yeah. Yes, extremely. Like I was stoked. <laughs> Um, like I was saying, everything to you, going on right now. I'm like, this is the beer that I need. <laughs> it's, yeah, right. With the you know, it's a nice way to take our mind off the world and all the crazy shit that's going on. So, got that. Yeah. Take that. Um, I'm gonna cheese you in a sec. So if it's just coming to sit, we got the photos. You know. Um, yeah, man, this smells like I just cracked the can while you were describing it, and like, it was just a boom, like just a tropical punch to the face. It's glorious. Yeah, wow. it smells pretty great. It smells amazing. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Get it in ya. Get it in ya. You know the vibes. Woof. Mm -hmm. Well, that is glorious. Oh, nice. So is this, like, oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't, cons I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but your flagship uh, Janky, and I've had Danky as well, um, are they, would you consider those a West Coast? Because they feel like more of a hybrid situation to me. Ish. Ish. We, we love to throw ish onto the end of that. Ish. <laughs> um, East, East Coast-ish. With like a little more bitterness present, and then okay. for janky for sure, like that one's like kind of Vermont inspired. Vermont, that mm. makes sense. Um, but then uh, danky, that one's like more West Coast ish. You know, a little more malt presence, a little okay. more color, and then like more present bitterness too. Okay. So you get the you get the sweet, you get the you get the bitterness, but it still finishes like nice and dry. Um, yes. As opposed to yeah. this one, but this is more of a traditional. I'm getting a lot of the pine, resin. Mm -hmm. There's a nice little bitterness, bitterness, bitterness in the back yeah. end in there, like a grassy bitterness. This mouthfeel is fascinating. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the? It's like so smooth tasting. Is that the oats and wheat? Yep. Yeah. What's that about? Oh, oats, oats and wheat <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, nice. We managed to like clear it out though. Still, like the uh, you know just the amount of hop oil in it, and mm. we kept oat and wheat addition relatively low comparatively. So, still could. Get it to to flock out and be like nice and clear looking. Mm -hmm. I think it's like it's good like IPA clarity. It's like a yeah. tiny bit of tiny Ooh. bit of haze, but not too much. Yeah, you know? it's like old school. Pink. A little old school. Yeah, yeah, old school. 
Um, I like that a lot. Bit of like the. Uh, like There's like a smoky thing happening here. Is this correct? Smoky. I don't know if that makes sense. Smoky maybe that's the thing. pine. Mm. A little piney. Oh, piney maybe it's character. the resin, and I'm thinking about the resin. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's something that has to do with there. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't so know. much like Andy'd sweet tangerine on this guy. Yeah, tangerine. That's what it yeah. is. That's what the bit it is. I was getting like a citrusy, kind of like that pithy um, vibe on there, which is so dope on uh, on the West Coast. Yeah, but you've also got the the crazy note, like the nose is insane. So like, it's it's really interesting because it kind of almost tricks you, like. Like you, you don't expect it almost to be a West Coast, and I think that's that's really cool. I feel like I'm seeing that a little bit more and more. Where like there's West Coast that are hot to the shit, and like they have a nose that's more aligned with the New England, but they've got everything yeah. else is a straight West. I think when West Coast IPAs initially hit the scene, no one really understood how to dry hop shit properly, <laughs> and then uh, that's a good point. <laughs> and then we got better at it, so. So now we got that, better is, at doing the aroma. Okay, so that's really from the dry hop. I'm just keep, I'm taking the notes for the review as you're sort of talking through it because that's that's a great explanation of it. I never thought about that. Yeah. As of when West Coast were popping, nobody were really dry hopping and stuff. That it, or, or at least to the limit. dry hop, but it was like not in the excessive quantities that we dry hop in now. You know, or like right. bio bio transformation wasn't really a thing. It was like finish the fermentation, crash it, and then dry hop it. Now we're like, ah, oh, it's starting to ferment. Let's put some hops in now. It's almost done fermenting. Put some hops in now. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Right, just, just keep them going. Just throw the hops, yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. This yeah. is great, man. Yeah. Um, this is super cool. Awesome. I, I was saying to you earlier, I, I noticed that sort of, I mean, obviously qualitatively, but I had like a couple of friends hit me up telling me they're excited about it. Uh, from when you did the news, newsletter blast, I think a week or, or two back to kind of tease it out. Um, because yep. you hadn't done a beer like this before, the the response is great. So like super grateful that uh, you know that you decided to do that. You know something like this for for Link Up, man. I'm stoked. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah, we're we're super excited about this too. This is sick. I, I think I'd like to talk about as well. I know we, we you and I talked over I think email or text about it, but the uh, the label out here. So yeah. you know, for those listening, it's uh, like a brown label with these sort of like a deep yellow, almost orange. Um, how would you describe the design there? It's, it's, like it's a, almost like a, you know, kind of mid-century flower pattern. Okay. But then they're all kind of like linked together. Yeah. Our, kind of our logo is intertwined in the mix. And yes. there's three dots that are kind of present in the front. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's supposed to represent, you know, matron, the beer community, and... Uh, and link up so intertwining all these things together yeah I love that I love it so much uh, yeah I was just then, like staring at it it's just so gorgeous just really yeah and we you know obviously the, the yellow is present with uh, with the other link up branding so we kind of yeah. pulled off that and worked it into like our palette Project. which I think uh, to like a really beautiful label one of, it's gorgeous. One of my favorites I think. yeah oh, man. like I would have this like as a print yeah, this would look sick on like the wall. Like this pattern is just really cool. Yeah, this would look really cool on the wall, actually. 
I Ooh, love. We should love. try later to get these all printed out. And you can just like, like all of these. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll talk to all of you guys, but like it would be dope would be to have them as like, because all the labels were just like sick. They're so interesting and cool. Like yeah. everybody just like interpreted the like link up in their own different way. And it's like unique to everyone's brand. It's just, it's really, really cool. Yeah. If not, at least for yeah. us, like I would love, like this would look so, so awesome. I love that aspect of this, you know, collaboration project that it is like, you know, diverse. It's, it's different and like, everyone brings kind of a different idea to it and has their own take on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like that we don't interfere with that. And the, the funnest part of all of this is seeing the end result because there's no consulting, like do whatever yeah. the hell you want. Like if we were to do like a BOS matron collab, it would be a back and forth. We'd be like, ah, what style do we want? And we'd figure out the, all the ingredients like intricately, and then, on, of course, the label. But with this, it's more like go nuts, do whatever you need. And I, I think that there's like a beauty in that for this type of project because each brewery has surprised us in a great way every single time, like yeah. bar none, as far as their approach. Like even just those small things that I was, I kind of noticed those three dots, but I didn't think you were going to point that out, that it represented something. And that to me is like the coolest shit ever that, that the thing. I love that. I love that you picked up on that. Because when you when we were emailing back and forth there, you're like, yo, what's the, the, I feel like there's some like thought process behind this. And I was like, there is. There is. There is. Yeah. <laughs> but it, there hasn't been one that hasn't though, which yeah. means that every yeah. brewery is taking it seriously to the point where they're all, like everybody has, has gone and done that. And it's like, it's so cool because you've been able to find a way to represent what the program's about whilst keeping it absolutely true to what you do, both as the product inside the can and, and the label on the outside. It's really yeah, well, it is, you know, it, it is a serious initiative, I think, and it's just something very important that needs to be, you know, addressed and and championed within our community. So oh, we, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be a part of it. Love it, man. It's super, super stoked. I was, uh, after we came and saw you in, I think it was September, yeah. I was just like, when the next one came out, I was like, oh man, I think I might've told you about it. And I was like, I really hope Justin's down because it would be super cool to have you in on this. And uh, so I was really stoked that uh, you and the team were into it. So thank you again, bro. I appreciate it. So with that, what was it about, you know, what about this program? Obviously, you know, this might be a cause that uh, seems to be a cause that's uh, a passion for you and the team there. Yeah. But what, what about this made you want to get involved in this type of thing? Um, well, I mean, there's been so much uh, discussion and kind of like light shone on the imperfections of the craft beer industry in the last couple of years, I guess, especially like, you know, the last year with uh, Brianne Allen's um, stories on her Instagram that's, you know, I think really shone a light on just like the toxicity and the like lack of... Uh, diverse representation uh, diverse representation in the yeah yeah, exactly in in the community and how we have this notion that the craft beer world is like it's better and that it's like you know such a great place to be we're all fun loving people but then it's like you know there's racism and there's sexism and there's you know like toxic work environments and abuse and like Mm -hmm. uh you know, people being taken advantage of and thinking back, talking about this with, you know, my two business partners, like who are both 
women in the beer industry and have faced a lot of uh, adversity in getting to the position of owning a brewery. Like it's incredible that they've lasted this long in the beer industry. Um, and like even thinking back to my early days of, of being, you know, a 20 something year old who was just like passionate and wanted to learn and like get as much experience as I could. Like, you know, like I have a lot of privilege, which I recognize, but there was people just looking to take advantage of my, my passion and my, you know, drive to learn. So if I can help other people overcome, you know, some of the barriers that I faced or that Mallory and Jess had faced or, you know, other people who have a more difficult time than me, like I'm happy to do that. And I want to like help the industry get there by talking about it, by participating in these collaborations and, you know, just building a place that the work environment is, you know, a good place to be that people want to come to work and learn and produce and create. So, uh, working with you guys, if that helps us bring in, you know, people from different communities that might not necessarily have the access to jobs the way that like, uh, everyone else does, then like, that's, what we want to be a part of and that's what we want to help do. So, yeah. That's That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say from, from the, I mean, you're based in Bloomfield, Ontario, which is uh, a town in uh, Prince Edward County, which is one of our favorite regions of of Ontario. Love it out there. We've been going back as often as we can recently. And, um, you know, we, we've sort of paid attention to the general, you know, diverse makeup of the community there. Obviously not being or there. Lack like, or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Good way to put it. Yeah. I was going yeah. to ask you because we're coming in and we're going to different places and it's obviously difficult for us to be able to tell. We went in um, uh, late November and early December mm-hmm. for a bit and um, yeah. we there was less obviously that's when the a lot of people leave the area like you know when it's in the summer we went a few months before then and it was rammed everywhere but in in winter obviously it was significantly uh juiced Mm -hmm. so i thought that maybe that would be a more accurate depiction of kind of the the general makeup of the area but yeah just curious as to sort of due to that obviously you're not really going to get people coming from too far away because they're not going to travel that far to to work but yeah, like yeah. how's the, the, the applicant pool when, when you have jobs, what, regardless of what those jobs are, whether it's you know, in production, front of house or wherever, like what does that look like currently for you guys? Uh, yeah, we, it's slim <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Um, and, and typically, you know, you're getting a bunch of white guys all the time. Right. Like that's, that's kind of. It's kind of it, to be honest, out of the county. Uh, we're, we're lucky. You know, we do have some really intel- intelligent, talented uh, women on our team now. So that's like, you know, something that we try to try to do and have like a very you know balanced work environment in that regard. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want to be this like male dominated brewery that's like full of dudes in there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've always tried to be conscious of like making sure there was like a, a good balance of staff but uh but yeah as far as like you know getting in other non-white communities like 
it is we're in like rural rural farmland right now and mm-hmm. there's just not that much uh you know diversity out here right now and you can see it in like every single brewery mm. in like i'm not even gonna say in the county just like <laughs> yeah. across the period period in general like at least in in this side of the province i'd say mm. um but you know is that just like it, it raises a greater question of like, it's not that those jobs aren't available. Like we have them. We just need to put more diversity into the positions. Like, you know, we can't just have white guys filling these roles. We need, you know, people of all color and all communities and, and backgrounds and ethnicities to take part in this. And like craft beer is like a, it's a worldly thing. Like it should be, it should be attracting like everybody to it. So yeah. I think by, you know, having a, a, like a job board, I think it's like a really cool thing to start championing that like the breweries involved with link up can post on. Cause then it's showing, you know, BIPOC communities that these are safe places that are, you know, supportive and willing and want to create a good work environment so mm-hmm. um maybe they be see themselves in those positions mm-hmm. and the more that they see other people like them in there then i think that gives you know a, an indication that yeah this is like a good place to work and i will find myself at home here so yeah facts yeah no i think that's true oh sorry Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I think that what you were saying too about um, seeing people who look like them in the place, so it's like it's a trick. It becomes a like a trickle down effect in the end. Like you go in and you drink from there, maybe, and you start seeing people who look like you, so it makes you more interested in it. I'll say that that's kind of like what makes me more interested too. Like if the vibes there. If I see people who look like me, I'm just gonna be like more of a return person. Mm. And then on top of it, if you hire people who are of diverse backgrounds, mm. they're gonna you get their referral network as well which will likely look more like them mm-hmm. and then that's how you continue to bring more people in. So it's almost like what we're trying to do is just like just put one, two people in all these different places and then hopefully it continues and continues from there. Like let's try to get as many people involved and get in so many different people across the board. So that way like everyone starts sure. bringing in their family and friends and all that. And like hopefully yeah. that goes down. We already know that this method works. Because mm-hmm. it worked for bearded white guys. Yeah, there you go. There's a lot of bearded white <laughs> that guys. That is a proven formula. So there you go. Yeah. If you swap out yeah. all that, <laughs> then it's gonna yeah. flip it. And that's also why the it's interesting. Um, and that's why it's like important for it to be at almost at the managerial level at these mid levels as well. Mm. So not only looking at and some feedback that we get too from brewers is that uh, and some of the all the owners that we've interviewed basically is that they're like oh people come in for the jobs but we don't get as, get as many skilled like diverse skilled people in the brewer category so we mm. might get them in some of the other levels so that's why it's also important to put people in a position where they're also able to hire or at least be close to hiring decisions because then most people are just generally inclined to hire people they connect with it just means more people who yeah. look different will make connections with different looking people and that's kind of also help that as well yeah straight straight up yeah. yeah i guess the one sort of challenge is like whether a and we actually learned this from from brewski was uh derek from brewski was saying that where he grew up he goes there was like one asian kid and one like jamaican kid and that was it in the whole 
town or region that he was in. So mm-hmm. one challenge yeah. is like if an area has no or little diversity, um, definitely that's something that obviously there's nothing anybody can do. But at the same time, like it, you never know who lives there. Like you've got to try and do it. We have to, I guess it's part of our challenge is to tap into the communities wherever they might be. And I feel like there's always pockets of people and people tend to congregate with the people that look like them and that are from the same area. I've seen it here when we first moved here. I got asked to join, I think, three or four football teams and I never played football like in any sort of thing. I'm like, why am I going to move to the other side of the world and then hang out with a bunch of Aussies and play football? (laughs) Like, why would I do that? <clears throat> it makes no sense. But some people feel I came here to meet Canadians and to be around it. Some people do yeah. feel more comfortable in there, you know, with people who came from the same places. I totally yeah. get it being that I'm not from where I'm from. I don't live where I grew up. I understand that concept. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, you know, typically if we can find to some people that that means there's typically a community around that group of people. So we're just going to try and tap them in. And I, we were kind of surprised, if I'm honest, about um, the county. The last few times, because we're, you know, doing link up and whatever, we're always a little conscious of, of, of the people around us and who, who, who everybody is. We're always like, oh, and oh, I, yeah. I'm black, so I'm always looking to yeah. see, like, how many are doing a black count? Like, how many black people live <laughs> in this place? It's just, like, a thing that's going to happen. But that's just, yeah, like, um, and, yeah, that's why we're always conscious no matter where we go, because I'm just, like, curious. But it wasn't so bad it. in the county. No, so I thought like, that was interesting. We thought there'd be zero nothing, but every single time, you know, we went to that Mexican restaurant to pick up food in um, uh, Wellington because we stayed in the Airbnb yeah, and picked him. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, just think of that kind of thing. <laughs> and just yeah. like we'd always just go pick up from restaurants, different ones. And, you know, you go pick up, sometimes you see a bunch of different people there. We're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it sort of surprised us. So I think there's definitely something. There's definitely opportunity. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, like, you know, the, the county is, is changing, it's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like younger, younger people who are getting out of the city and moving to the county now and like working remotely or like starting businesses or working for like hospitality industry and stuff. And that I think is like helping bring some, some change and, and, uh, you know, diversity to the area. Cause before that, like it was all farmers is you're either Scottish or you're, you're Dutch. That seems to be like the prevailing, yeah. uh, you know, backgrounds in the county. That's, uh, you know, like everyone, everyone came from somewhere, and it's nice to see people coming into the county and making themselves at home and, and getting integrated with the community and building a new community, essentially. So yeah, that's, that's cool. Uh, it. it gives me hope that you know we'll not just have like a completely whitewashed town. It'll be you know, people of all backgrounds. I love living in a city, but I also like the space that we have in the in the county. And when we moved out here, it was like, man, like this, this is like weird that <laughs> it's all white people here. <laughs> but then, you know, you spend a little more time, and you, you start to see, you know, a little more diversity. And I think, it, especially in the last, like we've been here for, I guess coming up to four years now, which, mm. uh, time has flown but like yeah. you know in the last especially the last two years it's i feel like it's starting to see a bit more change which is great that's awesome you sold us on land by the way that oh I yeah that you. was that, that time when we came and hung out with you i was like oh 
Like this is like, so, like see the end day? That's how far we <laughs> yeah, I was like, like this oh, is possible. Shit, like, that's what we can do. Like you could build a school for your children, like <laughs> on this property or something. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, no, I love that. Um, and yeah, I think that you're so right. Also, like as Toronto kind of expands outward and people purchase mm. in different areas and people mm. leave the city, we're gonna see that kind of come up. And there's also the thing where like. People may travel for opportunities sometimes if they just want That's something true. new, which is also why we're yeah. hoping like online, like having this like social presence and stuff like that will make somebody just maybe see it and then be like, you know what, damn it, I always want to be a brewer. If this is the place that will give me this opportunity, like I'll just go there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I hope that, mm. that that's what we find as well. I hope so too. Yeah. We would love that. Um, yeah. And honestly, like I can't tell you how nice it is brewing at a farmhouse brewery versus like the uh you know industrial park in the weird part of the city and <laughs> you know you come into work in the morning and the sun's rising it's, it's beautiful there's a mist on the field it's lovely there's like four gorgeous cats walking around i can't remember how many but there's uh you that's right you had the kitties yeah you had the kitties hanging out with the cool kitties days. yeah some sometimes the uh the neighbor's cows break through the fence and you'll find them in the backfield and Hanging out, having a chew, and hanging out. You know what's happening. See you guys. Visit Prince Edward County. Look at it. Look at that. It's gorgeous. That could be you. It could be you. Yeah. Are you hiring yet, or are you hiring right now? Or we we are actually we're uh, just about to get some job postings up. So please let us know. Send some your way. Absolutely. We're going to be kind of hiring. You know, all across the board from back of house brewery to to front of house too, um, okay. hospitality, things, kitchen and, uh, and deliveries as well. So, nice. uh, you know, we got lots, lots of opportunity. We're a small company. We're growing a fair amount and we're going through like a pretty big growth period right now. So awesome. uh, we're adding, adding some infrastructure. We're putting in some new tanks. We're putting in a canning line. So all that comes with, you know, more more space for people, which is good. Love, Love that. that. Yeah. Congrats, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to ask. Excuse me. On on this um, you know, this type of uh, initiative, have you guys done any other sort of things? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be around diversity specifically, like what we're looking at, which is mostly in, in ethnicity and, and stuff like that. But have you guys participated in things like this before? And whether it's whichever, whatever way. Um, not something in this regard necessarily, like we've, you know, used, uh, our platform to, I guess, raise small amounts of money through like beer, like a dollar on beers to, to send to different causes. But, uh, this one I think was like a, a more interesting and like public facing, uh, initiative that we wanted to get behind and like really because it stands for what we're about at matron you know inclusivity making a a better beer industry that's i think uh really spoke to us and and like it certainly opened our mind up a little bit more about doing some of these like the brave noise initiative for instance like we've paid very close attention to like everything going on with that and we're gonna we have like a very set brew schedule for how we release our beers. It's always kind of been a part of our thing. So we haven't really hopped on any of these, um, I guess like bigger 
collaborations, like open open source collaborations, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like you know that's something that we might start doing a little bit more of. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like with this one, you know, there was like a certain appeal to it being that it was like helping our community on like a really grassroots level. It wasn't just like an awareness thing. Like, you know, we're, we're legitimately trying to build a better community through getting people into it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the other ones, while they're very good causes, like I, I just didn't necessarily see how we would contribute to it when there was like so many other breweries in our area doing like these initiatives and honestly like I think one thing that kind of like you know bummed me out about some of those like open source ones is like it seemed to be a little bit of bandwagon jumping on it like I can see that there was breweries there was breweries that I know have issues that have <laughs> been per perpetrators of uh you know, harassment and abuse and sexism and racism. And mm -hmm. then they're like, but hey, we did this collaboration, so we're cool. You mean like founders making a black is beautiful? That's exactly. I you swear know? they did. I think they did, which is like, I think it fell off like completely, but yeah. I think they attempted, which is like, this is hilarious. That's like the greatest form of like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> but um, yeah, I completely hear that and it's so interesting that you say that because mm. that's the same feedback that we were getting where people were saying that like they wanted to make sure that what they're doing doesn't feel like marketing and it's just like a marketing push and that we have to jump on this because like yeah 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 no i think that's and fair that's, you know we feel like you know action is more important than you know words so yeah we wanted to if we're going to do this we wanted to do it with like the right people and like make sure that we're we're doing it for a good cause and, and stood behind it. So, um, yeah, I think the initiative that you guys have put together is link up is it's, it's smart and it's good and it helps get people like actually in positions to make a difference. So Love it. Thank you know, you. we want to, we want to support it. We're happy to be involved with it and yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can also like hire from it too. Yeah. That's the aim. I feel like there's there's two kind of sides to it, and this is sort of touching on a bunch of stuff you spoke about. So obviously, one part is making sure we're bringing people into the industry, um, you know, particularly introducing people that to craft beer to be like, hey, this is an option for you. You can be a part of this, and you know, you can contribute more than you possibly could imagine. Um, based on you know, everything's always better when there's different people represented. Maybe they've got something in their culture that. They're like, hey, why haven't you used this ingredient? Like, oh, shit, that's amazing. Let's try that. Um, things like yeah. that. The flip side of it as well. I mean, then there's the job side. So that's actually helping people get the jobs or at the very least have the job board, which we've got a big meeting tomorrow with uh, the whole team. So we're going to be, I think it's almost done. So we should be able to launch it by the end of this series, which is the aim, mm -hmm. um, you know, to sort of wrap up the series and be like, hey, the job board's finally here and we can actually start putting things out. Um, but the, the other part is the consumer base. So, you know, obviously we want people to work in the industry and be able to, like you, like you were saying, to, like, to relocate for yeah. a job, even if there's nobody in the area, totally cool. 
but we also want to introduce people to craft beer as consumers because there's equal amounts of value i think to the industry if we're introducing some some folks from different communities uh you know to craft beer and they're like oh wow this is amazing and what happens when you like something that's good you you just share it mm-hmm. so that's that's where the beer festival we talked about comes into play. <laughs> that, my friend, is a genius idea, and yeah. that is tabled very strongly for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Justin came up with an amazing idea well, for everyone during our, our chat last week, and it kind of blew our minds, and it's something that we never even considered. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, we put it on the agenda. Oh, yeah, like straight <laughs> away. Like, oh. The old beer festival model is broke, and, right. uh, you know, I think, yeah. like, more grassroots driven initiatives that push like a, you know, a social gathering of beer drinking. Mm-hmm. That's the future, you know, that's what we support. So yeah. I'd love, I'd love to be involved with like a link up, uh, you know, beer festival. I just feel like it would be, it's just yeah. such a sick idea, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I it's just pure pressure. No, pure it's pressure, right <laughs> pressure accepted. Let's go. I want to do it. Like I was saying to you guys in the cold, like, I don't know, we, we, festival we got festivaled out because of you know like just like it's a different it's work for us like it's fun but it's still work yeah i know it's work for you yeah. too yeah it's a different kind of work for yeah. us and we, i get a little bit frantic and stressed at these things um i gotta capture all the content yeah particularly <laughs> in the beginning because uh, yeah. then you yeah. get trashed right we've got a whole bunch of people and you want to enjoy it and then you end up drinking mm-hmm. too much and then all right make sure we've got everything before we get too drunk all right now we can do it. <laughs> then it's fun yeah but um i love the idea of this because like you said like you know We've got so many opportunities where we could have it, you know, multiple ones at different places to to attract different people, whether it's in the cities or some of the towns, because the breweries are from all over. Fortunately for us, you know, for these two two things. So man, it's it's such a dope idea. So I think the beer festival is one, definitely a way to bring people in because who doesn't want to go and just drink a bunch of fire beer from uh, some of the best brewers? Got to be honest, some of the best breweries in both provinces have participated so far. Um, yeah, we're super fortunate with that. Super fortunate. Um, I was curious to, being that you were a, uh, a head brewer and you basically ran the shop in another brewery in Kingston before opening Matron, um, I, I mentioned that just because it's a bigger play. We didn't realize how big Kingston was. We went a bunch yeah. recently. Only the last, places the real, the last time yeah. we were there, we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this goes all the we way We only back. went like, in one section ever, we realized. We went to I your old Princess, and then we went and Princess we Street or Princess Street. But we went all the way down Princess Street this time because yeah. we went to Daft and, and Fine Balance and stuff. So and there was like see. a huge mall there that we'd never seen before. No, we went to the mall. Yeah, we went to the mall. So we were on this it's whole false. other side. Yeah. yeah. We were on this whole other yeah. small side all this time because we only went basically to... I think it's called Division Street. We get off the... We, we have like our... When we go to Toronto, we're like, all right, jump off at Division, go yeah. to the beer store, drop off the empties, go to the LCBO, go to <laughs> A&W, and then on our way. It's our thing. And back when you were there, we used to go to your brewery, keep cruising up the street, go to that, and then come back and do those there things. There was a dope burger spot across the street or something, too, that was really oh, good. Oh, yeah. The big... It was like a burger, like a all burger spot. It. I can't remember. It was really good. I think like across the street into like the right or something. Yeah. But anyways, and yeah. And we went yeah. to a cafe there okay. last time. There's a dope cafe yeah. there too. Um, oh yeah, we just went to a cafe there. That was really cool. Oh, no. is it Northside? Northside. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that, that was fire. Yeah, they That's have something one. I missed most about Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> There's like one spot in all of, we found the only kind of quasi third wave cafe in Picton. There's only one that has pilot beans. Everything else yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Lily's? Oh, Lily's, yeah. yeah. Otherwise yeah. that's it, which was. Um, we always find the one third wave cafe. We always find one. But um, at least keep your head. Go. Be- Beacon Bike and Brew is pretty good in uh, 
in. in oh, I had that on the list too. That was the other list. So we did. Oh yeah. Yeah. We good, know good coffee. Really good coffee. Okay. They got like a little bike shop in there too. What do they yeah. use? Don't what they have like good stuff? sandwiches or something? I think they're like crazy yes. sandwiches or something mm. too. Yeah. Yeah, good sandwiches. Uh, I think they usually use quietly for their beans. Oh, quietly is good. Okay, so third wave probably. Quietly is good. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, and they sell they sell a lot of other beans. I don't know if they like rotate their they're like a you know machine like stuff, but mm-hmm. they got yeah, a bunch. Got okay. some, uh, they got some fire. Yeah. So I guess my yeah. long-winded ass. Pinks, Pinks Pinks it's dope. got seven exits. Seven exits. Yeah, it's way. massive. That makes so much sense. Yeah, that's like, so how big. is it continuously? Like, but I guess we never. We just did oh. our thing and then left. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I used to do yeah. when we were performing a lot back in the day. We used to do shows there. We had a bunch of connections to always do shows. So we went and we did the shows at. It was called. It was a comedy club. It was all on Princess. So we only saw the same area all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until literally like December when yeah. we had to go to the mall and get some stuff or whatever. Like, oh my God, it's a two story shopping mall here. This is crazy. Yeah. So my long winded ass <laughs> point is the diversity of your customer base. Did you see anything at the old brewery? I know that was a little while ago. And then, you know, what are we seeing at, um, at Matron now? Like what's the vibes looking like? I, I'd be curious. Yeah. I mean, uh, in Kingston, there's certainly more, we're in like a little downtown area. So, yeah. There's there's definitely a lot more diversity happening there. It's a, a pretty big student yeah. uh, population, and right. we had like a nice uh, nice community of students that supported the brewery as well. And you know, you've got you know people of all colors coming through, drinking okay. beer together and having a good time, which is nice. And like even with our staff, like I think we, uh, you know, it was it wasn't just bearded white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good, yeah. We had like, a, like I think a pretty good balance of of different personalities, different people from different backgrounds, and like it made for like a really good vibe there. Which uh, I think you know, in the time that we spent there, we we built like a really cool thing, and um, you know, that we'd love to be able to foster more of that in Prince Edward County. Right. So, so okay, so I mean, that's really what it is as well, because I feel like that's. You know, typically, most of what it is, I mean, you, like you said, you've got a bit more in Kingston, there'd be a lot less in Bloomfield. But yeah, part of the other challenge is to introduce people to, to craft beer. We're sort of looking at, uh, I think we talked about some of it on the big call, but yeah, a few other different ways to maybe tap into the bars and just a few other ways to sort of like grow because that's one of the biggest challenges is to try and actually get the attention mm-hmm. of people. But hey, this exists. Check it out. Like, no, and you know, we should tap into the organizations. That too. was the main thing, yeah. Like not the yeah. beer organizations and no, the exactly. cultural yeah, yeah. organizations, because that's what we were always telling breweries to do. Yeah, that's probably something that we mm-hmm. need to actually do is like reach out to what to Jamaican Association, for example, or something like that, and just be like, like "Hey, can we? Hey, share these like, because they normally have job boards and things like that in these communities. So it's like we could just be like, hey, just right. so you know, like we list stuff. So if you want to take from here, these are breweries. They're all open and down. Like, It'd be cool if there was like yeah. a, a universal great body. idea. Yeah. That would like say instead of, cause then literally there's going to be a Jamaican association in every city. So yeah. then times that by every background or every country. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's why we want to hire someone altogether to yeah. be honest that like even cause there's just so much potential too. And of course we're all doing this in addition to everything else that we're doing, but there's just like yeah. so much potential. I feel like we have so many ideas. We're going to come to a point where we're just going to want to bring somebody who's like full time dedicated because there's enough work here to make that happen. Yeah. So, which I look forward to, like a full program manager, um, 
yeah because yeah i think i think there's like we'll all obviously be working but i think there's a room for like a full person here easily like, I think there's so much yeah there certainly becomes like a a founder's bottleneck that's something that we're like as a business kind of navigating right now is like mm -hmm. you know you you have the idea you incept it you make it happen and then suddenly there's there's so much created work that and you want to control it all but but you can't you need to start delegating you need to start getting someone in that's that really position to yeah to help yeah. make it happen right yeah. Right here with you. So, right here. Right here with you. Okay. Yeah. Literally, like she said, the word bottleneck probably two hours ago or something. We're like, we need to. We just hired a full time social like, media today, manager today. And then Craig's like, one other notch to reducing the bottleneck because, like, yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge um, blocker and bottleneck is what we always say because. Yeah. yeah, I don't trust. I have trust issues. So there you go. <laughs> if you want something done, you know, sometimes do it yourself. You do it yourself but, I know, but it's terrible. But that's but that's the mindset that we have to get out of as, yeah. as you know, yeah. co-founders or whatever. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But um, delegate. 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 Yeah, it's, it's key. key. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That. We yeah. literally said the first same exact words, and we're like, delegate. Yeah. It's key. <laughs> Uh, and we're twinning. Yeah. Oh, can we plug yeah. shameless plug for a second? So we got um, not only last time we got the uh, the old link up TQ glasses, which I don't know if it's gonna like nice. There we go, nice and yeah, sexy, you know, available okay. at uh, Sankey and Baron. And uh, do you wanna just turn around? So we we commissioned a uh, a young black female artist to do. You can, can kind of see it. Yeah, that's good enough to do these uh, long sleeve Province of Canada shirts that are uh, gorgeous. And uh, they are available now at uh, also at Saint Kiambaro. Um, obviously, the you know, proceeds we she gets a uh, kind of every shirt, making sure that she gets her money, um, supporting young black artists, and um, you know everything else will go to to link up to help us continue to you know push this mission forward and to to cover things like Cicerone or um, apprenticeships and things like that for for the applicants. And also today we're shooting this is February tenth, which happens to be the 18th anniversary of Kanye West <laughs> college dropout. Completely so, aligned. Not completely. Nothing to do with nothing, but we were just listening to <laughs> it. Like, and I great segue. To, great segue. It's a great it. album. It's, uh, it's a great album. It's a classic, you know, the old Kanye, as we were saying. Yeah. Donda, Donda 2 coming uh, February 22nd, so the other vibes. Um, I'm excited. So, look, we're basically about the amount of time. Was there anything else we want to make sure that we uh, that we touched on this evening with uh, with this at all, guys? Or we feel like we, we covered the, the bases? I think we had a you know pretty pretty good coverage of the the beer, the collaboration, and you know what it stands for and what we're all, what we're all trying to push for here. I love yeah. it. Nice is great, man. And I loved hearing just yeah, I love sitting down and talking to all the people that we've worked with on this because just like so, I don't know feels good to hear everybody's acknowledge and say like what the problems are and like be so interested and excited in the solution, in the solution. Which is so like dope. so excited about the solution and so like earnest and genuine about mm. it so i feel like that's super important that. yeah you can't pay for that and i think it's important for other people to see too because there's a lot of people who don't even know that the problem's happening and don't even think to talk about it or think like oh who can i be like spreading the word to or anything like that so i feel like yeah. it's really cool to see this and is cool for that reason a hundred percent and it, i think the the beauty of all of this is this series now like the first series we reached out to everybody obviously we're just starting the second series i think maybe one or two reached out to us but the vast majority we reached out and now for the season series three um basically every single one has reached out to us we've got almost we've got four of six locked in 
And one of them who was sort of a larger brewery that we wanted to work with said that they heard about LinkUp because of the Matron deal. They, I'll tell you, they are off the air because we're keeping it secret. Um, but right. um, which was very cool. So we're we're very aware and very uh, grateful of the the you know the amplification that you know Matron and all the breweries involved are doing for the for the work we're doing or you know trying to really you know, keep this thing going. So we appreciate you, man, and, and your whole team, and yeah. just the fact that, like Tiff said, that you really care and that it's uh, it's amazing. I when, really when you and Jacob because. Jacob and Craig do this. So when they when he said matron, I was like, oh shit, we got matron. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I know, like we know you and stuff, but it's like I don't know. It's just very. You very didn't cool have to say yes. Is yeah, all you it didn't is. have and to like, say yes just because we. We get just as excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're big fans, man. Like we really like you're a great dude, and it's always a pleasure to chat and hang out and stuff. But like, you know, we just genuinely love your beers. It's so nice to have them in the fridge because it's just a, it's just a pleasure. Yeah. I just really appreciate well, what thank the you. Work you put in. Thanks for the kind words, and I look forward to you know having a couple more beers with you down the oh, road yeah. and doing a another long form podcast. Oh yeah, it'll be dangerous. <laughs> I'm ready for because he's a little. We could go through a bunch of these. But. All right, <laughs> right. Matt Tweedy from Tooth and Nail was telling me that uh, he did one with you, and and he was he was like up to like one a.m. <laughs> uh, you know as as the father of a a, a child now, one like, a.m. is a god that's a god awful time <laughs> yeah it's uh you know i respect it we can we can keep it a little more civil maddie we burnt we did it on we'll start night. earlier we'll start we earlier start, we go. start a bit earlier so we can keep going <laughs> there you go uh we're, we're night hours hence starting later like we usually go to bed about four so it's uh it's a different vibe but the yeah. um yeah matt that one with maddie we, we drank he did a four pack of stouts for st patrick's day and it was like the five percent the seven the nine and the 11.9 percent we did all of those ones in one setting and it right. was it was dangerous that, that's why we were up so late that was that was fun but jeez yeah, it was a uh, it was a lot it was, it was a good time i slipped a coffee stout in there too you know i think one of them at least was a coffee stout he probably didn't have a lot of sleep that night poor guy no. poor guy um uh justin this has been awesome bro um where can everybody find matron online uh matronfinebeer.co and you can uh, order it anywhere in Ontario um, and I mean maybe some other places too <laughs> there we go and All it's right. at matronfinebeer on everywhere essentially on Instagram Facebook and Twitter Make sure you guys go check them out, shoot them a follow, sign up to the newsletter, get all the, you get the special. See, if you were signed up to the Matron newsletter, you'd know about this like two weeks beforehand. So do yourself a favor. Insider knowledge, you know. Insider. Um, Do you want to, we're going to get the thumbnail for the, uh, for the video. Do you want to hold up uh, the can real quick? Boom. Here we go. go. All right. Ready? This way. Ready? That is glorious. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Stick around once we finish the thing and we'll, we'll finish up on the call there. Um, but, uh, bro, right. thank you once again for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, everybody, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell yeah. so you know when the new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast everywhere. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, every single network. Chuck us a five-star rating, mate. They got five. Yeah. They got the star thing going on on Spotify, mate. You hit that five stars, boy, you yeah. get up in the feed. See, Justin's telling you. <laughs> you don't need four. I've done you it. Can... I've done it. See, there you go. Because you're the, this way. Look you're the that. flipping man. <laughs> um, and what's the last thing? We go, these 
uh, go live every, we don't go live, but these things broadcast every at 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. So, uh, guys, stay tuned. Appreciate you all. Justin, appreciate you. We'll see you guys next episode. Get in ya. Bye.